Welcome to the inner room, a space where we ponder the inner movements of our heart to find God by finding examples and instructions in daily scripture readings. The emotions in our hearts can help us or hinder us in our spiritual journey. Open your heart, explore your emotions, and align thoughts and emotions with God's plans for you. When we learn to feel and align our emotions, we advance in our prayer life by loving more deeply, remaining in peace more often, and finding courage for the journey of life. My name is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and a big shout out to my son Marco Niño, producer of this podcast. Sit back or walk with us. You are most welcome here. And if you are a Christian and follower of Jesus Christ, he sends us two by two to spread the gospel. And today's reading is exactly that place in Jesus's story where he does that on Mark chapter six. He summons the 12 and begins to send us two by two. And friends, he gives us authority over unclean spirits. Jesus instructs the disciples to take nothing for the journey but a walking stick, no food, no sack, no money in their belts. And they were to wear sandals, not a second tunic. And he said, whenever you enter a house, stay there until you leave from there. Whatever place doesn't welcome you or listen to you, leave and shake the dust of your feet in testimony against them. And so they went and preached repentance and they drove demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and cured them. Friends, this is not a story just for old times. This is a story for us today. I went today to a gathering, a breakfast of business leaders And there were a few women sitting in my table, highly successful, own businesses, some a CFO, some a CEO, really accomplished people. And they had some struggles, just like all of us have. And as we were departing, one of them said she had a very difficult time with one of her children. In fact, she hadn't been in speaking terms with this child for a while. And it was clear that she had accepted the situation of, you know, child in their 30s, and yet her heart was very grieved. In the ways of the world, she was incredibly successful. In the ways of the heart, in the ways of family, she felt like a failure. And because she gave me a glimpse into that place of the heart that was very difficult, I asked her if I could pray with her. Right there in this very fancy country club where the breakfast was happening, at the door with a stranger, another lady who was a stranger as well, was willing to say a prayer for this colleague. And tears were flowing friends, because here we are, two of us that didn't know each other, willing to make a prayer for a fellow Christian on the path. And this is how we extend the kingdom of heaven, friends. Wherever we are, 
wherever the Lord is calling us, wherever we're seeing somebody suffering, it is our job to extend the kingdom of heaven. The story that the church pairs with these sending two by two is an, another interesting sending off, which is David and Solomon, two kings. And today we move from Second Samuel to First Kings. And on the second chapter, we find David dying and giving instructions to Solomon. Just like Jesus gives instructions to us across the centuries in giving instructions to the disciples, David is giving instructions to his son. And he's saying, take courage and be a man that keeps the mandates of God. Follow his ways, observe his statutes, his commands, his ordinances, as Moses wrote them, and then you will succeed. Wherever you turn, The Lord will fulfill the promises he made if your sons conduct them, themselves in the ways of the Lord. And David was buried in the city of David. His reign was 40 years. And Solomon then is sitting on that throne. There is something that is passed on that is not, not just of this earthly realm, friends, but it is also of the earthly realm where Jesus sends, sends them off and sends us off. And the same that David says to Solomon, we can apply to ourselves. Today, as I prayed with and over this lady that is a sister in Christ, as she grieved over her son, we uh, identified if there were any generational elements that caused these division. And she's already done that work of strategy, of understanding that she herself did the same, removed herself from her family, and that in her own family, in her parents, they also did that. They removed themselves. And going beyond it, orphan, there was somebody that just had to make it on their own, no reliance on each other. Friends, once we identify, once the Lord reveals to us what the pattern is, we can go from recognition of a pattern to creation of a new one. And always the Psalms are going to help us find a new narrative, find a new story. We can accept what has happened and say, Lord, this is the situation we find ourselves in. There is a division from the family. We don't know how to reach out to this person in a way that connects us again. We can come to a place of exaltation and say, Lord, you are exalted forever. Blessed may you be, O Lord, from eternity to eternity Yours are grandeur and power, majesty and splendor. You are exalted as sovereign over everything. Riches and honor are from you. In your hand are power and might. It is yours to give grandeur and strength to all. Father Almighty, we ask that you will come and be the one that unites this family that is suffering. That you will be the one that sends angels to assist from heavenly places so that veils can be removed and that this son that is strange like the prodigal son may return. When we don't know what to do, we come to a place of worship and exaltation and ask the Lord to give us the prayer. 
And so for me with this lady, as I was listening to her express the frustration and say, if I've accepted it, I will not have a relationship anymore with my child. I invited her to change the narrative, to stand in a place of worship and change the narrative so that she could begin to create a new pattern that we are people of resurrection and that we create a new pattern because we hope in the Lord, because he resurrected. So friends, as we recognize these patterns in our life, let's remember that we have been sent two by two so that we can help one another in a moment of grief. Let us go to the throne. Father Almighty, we come to you with praise and thanksgiving, knowing that you have seated us in heavenly places and that our hearts want to follow your commands and that our hearts have your laws written in them. And we thank you, Father, that you are such a good, good Father. We ask you, Father, for any division in any of our families, any place where there is estrangement, where there is abandonment, where there is division, that you will come with your balm of Gilead of unity and salvation and that you will connect those that are suffering with separation, Father. And we ask these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the Inner Room Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.